Hey everyone, welcome back to More Than A Therapist. Thank you all for the new subscribers who've downloaded on whether it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Anchor app, on the web um, at morethanatherapist.org. I really appreciate everyone's contribution and I am thoroughly excited um, to always connect with you all. It means a lot to me, to be honest. Um, I feel like I'm just shooting my energy out there and seeing who can catch it or who's impacted by it. Um, and I hope in a good way. And so thank you so much. Uh, today's episode, and I know I keep talking about these therapy notes and they haven't happened yet, but they will. But, you know, life doesn't always go as planned and you always can't, you know, say things are going to happen just the way you want them to you know so here I am with the episode um that I really felt like I needed to put out there because I'm sure other women especially moms um wives who have kids can understand how complicated it is to try to manage everything when your whole life feels like Everything's a priority. I just had an incident, to be quite honest, where I was pretty much having an attack, an anxiety attack from stress. And I ended up going to the ER. Um, and I'm literally just getting back home, um, you know, earlier today. Uh, so it was a awakening moment for me. But it also just reminds me of how stressful life is. Um, and trying to juggle everything can seem like you're in this huge tornado of things surrounding you. You don't get a break, you know? And for me, with working two jobs, an unpaid practicum, and then also a a part-time job, 30 hours a week. I work six days a week, but to be honest, because I have to do progress notes from my part-time job, I'm working pretty much every night um, doing notes. It's impossible with my caseload of 45 individuals, 40 to 45 individuals, to be able to meet the productivity. Now, I'm not sure what you what you know about productivity, but productivity it's the amount of billable services that you need to get per day. So I, at my current job, it is 5.25 hours of productivity. Um, and that can last longer than that because there are clients who have a lot of needs. As a case manager for this job, I manage everything on a person's, you know, goals, psychoeducation, housing, employment, SSI, SSDI applications, making medical appointments. And so pretty much you can say I am, in a sense, like a home care aide plus a secretary in one. So I end up doing things double time. And then you also have to add in being a therapist. And that's why I say that I'm more than a therapist because I end up Realizing that I wear more hats than anything, and we are not just a therapist. We're a mom. We're, we're dads. We're doctors. We're <laughs> students. We're everything, especially to kids, um, and they see us as a role model. 
and we don't want to let them down. And so we kind of stress out about everything, trying to get them into soccer and, you know, being the best mom you can or the best dad or auntie, For in my case, aunt mom, um, since I adopted my two nieces. Like, you just, for me, from my own personal experience, I'm juggling all these things. So I I don't get time off. And, you know, when I went to the ER, you know, the doctor was like, well, how much sleep are you getting? And I'm like, four hours. And he's like, but are you really getting deep sleep? And I'm just like, yeah, I hope so. Um, but the doctor was saying that most likely I'm not. So it's probably like two hours. And that's very, very unhealthy for me because, <clears throat> or for anyone, to be honest, because sleep, when you lose sleep, you're not able to function, you're disorganized, you are, like, you have low energy, um, your appetite either decreases or it gets worse, you eat too much, um, and you just cannot make that up by going to sleep for one day. And I've done that where I'm like, okay, I'll go to sleep for this one day and take off one day at work. Because, to be honest, like, if you don't have enough sick or vacation time, taking off work can be a whole situation in itself. Because you have to work to make money. And if you're a single mom or if you're even married or whatever the case is and things are tight, money's tight. The self-care part is usually the first thing that goes out the window because we, it's not enough time in the world, to be honest. Like, it's really not. And we really have to force ourselves to sit down and take time for ourselves, even if it's 10 or 15 minutes. But even in that 10 and 15 minutes might not seem enough, you know? It just doesn't. Like, for me, I want to be able to take off a whole week, you know, to be able to get rejuvenated and not have to worry about anything while I'm on that week break. Kids are good. Everything's good. I don't have to worry about what I'm going to be doing, whether I sleep all day or not. You know, that's a vacation to me. Just anything that's relaxing. And the doctor told me that, I have to put myself as a priority. Maybe I should stop studying so much. And I'm like, well, I'm studying for the NCE, taking that in October. And I'm like, I have to study for that. Like, it's no saying that I, you know, can, you know, decrease that amount. So he's just like, what else can you, what else can you do? And I'm just like, well, to be honest, I don't know. You know, I don't, I really don't know because I have to work to make money, to pay bills. Um, of course, bills are going to pay themselves. We all know that. And if you tried, I'm sure you found out the hard way. And it's so many other things that's going on in my life that I haven't even mentioned. That's why I keep saying that I'm more than a therapist because we wear, we wear so many hats that impact us as a therapist. You know, not in a negative way, I hope, towards our clients, but it builds who we are continuously changing and we morph into you know what we've learned from the past and to who we are now and what we're currently experiencing so when I say self-care it's such an easy term to throw around and say I'm gonna go get my nails done I'm gonna get a back massage and all these things are great I'm not gonna take away from that but when you are pretty much burnt out Self-care looks like you need a whole month off or another job. And (laughs) I've had that happen where I end up having to leave because the 
environment was so toxic that no matter how much self-care I did, it didn't matter because I would just have to go back to that job that had that kind of hostile environment. So self-care to me and self-care to you should be leaving in toxic environment, taking care of yourself. And I strongly, strongly encourage that because self-care is impossible especially if you're working under someone who you have to see five days out of seven days of the week and imagine just getting anxious knowing you have to go to work the next day I've had that happen and so self-care is not just the responsibility of you and me it is the responsibility of the agencies to make sure that their environment is not toxic now I'm not going to say all jobs are going to be perfect and amazing but just like they you know tell us we have to have a balance between work and you know home life it should be the same thing with work I no longer answer emails after five when I'm at practicum I don't answer emails vice versa because there has to be a cutoff there has to be boundaries like you have to be able to live your life and if you can't, you'll end up hopefully not in my situation where I'm overworked and stressed and having anxiety about everything that's going on because eventually your body's going to catch up to you. First, sometimes before you even think you are overwhelmed or you're burned out. And so I go to all this to say is that self-care is not just about getting your nails done and your hair done and all these things. Those are great. But it also, self-care can look like taking that time off without saying why to your boss. You need to take that time off. If you have it, you have it. That's what it's there for. Um, secondly, self-care can be leaving a job that's toxic um, because there's no way in the world you can do anything in self-care that would matter if you're going right back to what makes you feel that way in the first place. It doesn't make sense because you're really much pretty much torturing yourself to go back to an environment that treated you or is treating you horribly and every day you go home and you're just so drained and then you have kids or if you don't you have puppies or whatever you know even if you're by yourself like it's still exhausting to know that you have to go to that work environment again so know your self-worth and understand that you don't have to stay Plan it out for jobs. Do what you need to do. That's your self-care. Third, self-care is not just put on you. Um, it's the job. The job just can't say, let's talk about self-care, but work in a toxic environment. That doesn't equate to both sides. And it's not fair because jobs will have unex- you know, high expectations is the word I'm looking for. And these high expectations are not really achievable but they set these expectations anyway because they might have grants or whatever the case is and it has to be certain standards in a contract it's not, but it's not realistic and that's why you have places that have high turnover rates um like mental health case management in my field that i've been in 17 years the turnover rate is continuing today from people realizing that oh no i can't do this it's too much um it's a lot it's a lot for anyone working in mental health and uh, good things that I'm passionate about mental health and I'm not deterred. But also I realized that I'm also overworking myself. Um, and 
you know, I had class tonight and I literally was going to go to class and I am off work for four or five days per doctor's order. And I'm just like, my friend's like, what are you doing? Like, you're supposed to be relaxing and doing stuff and taking care of yourself. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'm the person who brought my work to the ER, right? Like, that's how dedicated I am to try to get stuff done. Even when I'm in an emergency crisis, I'm thinking about doing work stuff. And that's when I realized that, okay, I need to not do this. This is not helpful. This is why I'm here in the first place, because I can't make myself a priority. Or I won't let myself be a priority. And I'm realizing that I am. So I have to look at the list of things that I can make or minimize in my life. So that's number four. Note where you can minimize, minimalize the stress in your life. And I know that's easier said than done. Because when a doctor said that to me, I looked at him and he looked at me. And I'm just like, um, yeah, I'll try. Um, And at least try. I'm going to make it a point to go to bed earlier. Um, And to be quite honest, I am relocating to another job that will allow me to not have to worry about staying up all night doing notes and stuff and I just get to focus on studying for school and it's less days of the week that I'll be working which means more time at home with my kids so I'm making all these changes right now and so I'm hanging in there and until that happens but like I said before like you have to look at what you're doing and see is it working for you are you taking care of your health that's self-care I do have any medical needs that's unmet. Like, even if you need prescription glasses, like, I know I need to get mine, you know, done. But, like, these things really matter. You only get one life. And I know it's hard, especially if you're a single mom or you're in a relationship and you feel like a single parent. And you feel like nothing's working for you. So, you have to really, really hang in there. But thank you so much for listening to this episode. I really, truly appreciate everything. It definitely does mean a lot to me. And I just wanted to get on here and just share my experience. And I hope that my transparency can help you understand that you are not alone and feeling like everything's a priority. Um, But your health should definitely be one of those priorities. Um, ask for help number five I forgot to mention that it's okay to ask for help Um, and it doesn't make you weak Um, it makes you actually stronger because you know that you need it and you're seeking out that help from someone so ask for help within the the family your friends um, anyone you feel like you can trust um, and and do that Uh, so With that being said, have a great, amazing night. I am going to go to bed as scheduled. Um, And thank you all for taking the time out to listen and to subscribe. And um, yeah, so until next episode, which I'm not going to say what it's going to be about because things happen. But, you know, (laughs) from the previous episode, what I mentioned. But and all, thank you so much for listening. And I will check in the next episode. Bye.